This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Rochelle Dallas, and we're talking today about why you are not going to come into the online space or be in it for a year and suddenly wake up and be a millionaire. I think that this is really important that you realize. I think when I first came into the online space, I kind of thought it was going to be not hard, not easy, but that it wouldn't be impossible. And it certainly isn't impossible but it doesn't happen without laying some really strong foundations. So hello, Rochelle. Would you like to tell everyone a little bit about you and your business and what it is that you do? Yeah, so I'm Rochelle Dallas. My business is called Course You Can. I have been running this in this format for a couple of years now, and I teach people how to go from a a one-to-one or time-for-money model in their business into an online course that is scalable and can serve so many more people without losing that personal touch. So yeah, that's what Course You Can is. And there are so many people now really seeing that there are massive opportunities for semi-passive, shall we say, recurring income if you create a course, but not all of those courses are done well. So, and I know that that's that's a bit of a bugbear of, of yours. Yeah. And one of the things you said to me just before we started recording was that you want to fly the flag that your course is never finished. It's never a done deal. Talk to me a little bit about what sits behind the motivation to get that message out there. So I mean, my background is in process and operations. And then when I was made redundant, I ran a website management agency. And it was there that I really, really sort of realized that, you know, websites are never finished. Google don't want your websites to ever be finished because Mm. they want it to be a live being in your in your business, adding testimonials, your business doesn't stand still. So why would your website or your online presence and your the online course element of that is just a continuation of your learning and your development. So why would it ever just, you know, be done, closed, and then put on the shelf to buy forevermore? Like it needs constant refining and tweaking and checking in every six months at least that that content is still relevant. The ones that don't do that, they really easily. And what happens is you sell the product off the back of quite dated, uh, excitable testimonials that were when it was new. Don't get the new ones coming in. And then when people go in, they're like, what's this? (laughs) This is like two years old. It's not what I signed up for. It's not even relevant. We're talking about Christmas or we're talking about the pandemic and we're in different waters now. And so that's where it really came about is that actually an online course shouldn't be introduced to a business as like a downsell as of your one-to-one. It should really be something to meet your audience or your, your market where they are at the moment. Now, they're never, people are never going to jump from freebie to a high ticket one-to-one done for you offer. So you need little steps in between to be able to carry them through and you know, educate them and get them to a stage where they are able to and willing and wanting to work with you on a different level and just move through those steps. But having a self-study program, for example, is a great way of sort of like bottling up your knowledge and selling it 
in crates. You know, you can sell it like pile it high and sell it because, but as, as long as it's still like, you know, relevant and authentic to the topic that you're, you're teaching, you know, there's no point in selling an Instagram course that was great two years ago. Okay. We all know that. Yeah. Some of those things change so fast. Yeah. Especially actually, if you're, if you are teaching a piece of software or a platform that does change regularly, Mm. you're going to need to, to add a a module about an update that's been run, or you're going to have to add little bits in to say, actually, this, this demo is now you know, out of date, it needs to be. Yeah, we've we've encountered this with some of the podcasting courses that we've had to, we, we were in a situation where Apple about 18 months ago were constantly changing things on the back end. And we knew that there was a wave of changes coming. So we just had to say, what we've given you, you will be able to implement that. But the videos are not going to be a true representation of what you're going to experience. And we, we're we not yet in a position where we can give you that updated content because those things don't exist yet. Not yeah. from on our end, but our, the, the platform's are upgrading so quickly and I think we're seeing that across the board as, as more and more people are in the online world be it in podcasting be it Instagram LinkedIn these platforms realize now that they have such a huge market share that they're then investing more and more into upgrades themselves absolutely yeah I think one of the things that with your your message about the fact you need to constantly be considering is this is this enough for my audience is it enough for my clients I can imagine that there's some resistance to that for many people listening, that they want to have these assets that they create once and that's it, it's done. And then they can just go on on an evergreen sales system never to be thought about ever again. Is that something you come across? Yeah, I, I don't mean for people to be sort of constantly building their course forevermore till the end of time as such. But I think that the trick that is missed is that they build it once and don't even look at the content again for two years. Mm. So it's not necessarily a resistance. In fact, what I'm finding more is people are, they're up for it because they did, they turned online in the, in the pandemic in 2020. Courses are about two years now and they're like, oh yeah, I haven't even touched that, but I still sell it on the odd, you know, back of a masterclass Mm. or whatever that could do with you know I I launched it rough and ready it was good at the time but actually we've moved on and I've moved on I've developed stuff I've said like the quality isn't good enough anymore the slides my design you know skills have have you know developed and, and I can't believe that that was ever good enough my content is more refined my messaging is clearer all of these things people mm. I find it less of a resistance point and more of a yeah like next challenge like okay great I wasn't actually sure where I was going to take this online course and now I know it's online course 2.0 and it's and it's making it better and it's you know, going back through and getting excited about the content again to bring it to 2022 and and beyond, you know, and Mm. this is just an exercise that should be done all the time. It should Mm. always be, you know, every six months to a year, you should always be looking at your content. I think as well, because particularly if you've live delivered the course that you've done, maybe you've done that in a a, a beta environment or you've literally live delivered. So you maybe haven't, the, the preparation or the polish isn't necessarily there, but the course works. Mm. And then, you know, you're testing, having relaunches of it. 
often in those environments, the way you teach live would be very different to if you were then saying, okay, this course works and I want to, I want to take its value stratospheric. And so it needs to have a different kind of finish to it. It needs to have a much more professional, not that the content wouldn't have been professional in the first place, but I want to have a much more professional, more established feel to the delivery. Absolutely. So actually this, this is a really good point. So course you can was delivered initially as a six-week beta live okay and I every Wednesday eight o'clock rocked up with my slides delivered it to the 10 or so people that had signed up and delivered the slides and I thought yeah I am winning this is I'm just going to put six zoom recordings into a portal and I'm going to go and sell this because the content is so brilliant oh my god I went back and I was like first of all there's no context People really miss the onboarding. They they really miss that as a as a trick. That should be the most, you know, it should be looked at at the end when when everything's in there and you know exactly what's needed of the onboarding. But having a robust onboarding process is like my number one tip. What would that be for you? What would that be? Sure, making sure that all of your clients, your customers or students, however you want to say are informed and are looked after from the moment they hit submit. So you've worked so hard to educate them and engage with them and and get them to trust you enough to buy what you're selling. They click submit. I've signed up to things on a Saturday and then not got anything and got an email like on a Monday morning saying, oh yeah, sorry, we were away for the weekend. Uh, we'll send you some logins tomorrow. Not good enough as far as I'm concerned. People, like, if people are keen, they want access straight want, away. I wanted to, I wanted to go in, I wanted to get started. So immediate access to something. Yeah. That doesn't have to be the whole thing. No, it could be a holding there. area. Yeah, a holding area. Here's some intention setting documents. Here's some, you know, co- you know, coaching documents to get you in the right frame of mind for this program. Here's the Zoom links. Here's the Facebook page link. Here's everything you need. Here's where you go if you're in, you know, you need support from for tech. All of those things in one place so that people tick through them and are, you know, coming into school and sitting and taking their seats and ready to learn before module one hits. Now, so of course you can, didn't have that initially. And I was like, oh gosh, okay. So these six Zoom links and the six workbooks aren't going to be enough. They don't, they they aren't a cause. I watched back the first one and it took me all of three minutes to realize, A, I was mortified at the playback quality. It just it was not a sellable product. And so I watched, I spent two weeks. I literally cleared my diary that day for two weeks and went into a content creating cave listened back to everything because of course when you're you know when you're delivering something golden nuggets come out and you're like I was watching it back and I I was like right okay what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the slides and just write a script as I see the slide I couldn't remember a thing that I'd said and when I was playing it back I was like who's this girl like she's awesome where did that come from had no idea where this it was like a download as I was yeah because sometimes you just really get in flow when you're live delivering massively and it's just completely completely like that so I watched it back it was painful to listen back to everything but I wrote out a script and I delivered it I re-recorded it and those are the slides that I knew I could get at least two years out of before I went back and looked at the quality and content and you know relevance again so yeah and then at that point, did you, when you refilmed it, 
did you use a more, more sophisticated backdrop? Did you use additional cameras? Or did you still keep it quite simple face to camera? It was all slides. So the bits that I've added in since have been me to camera. You know, I've had, I've got an upgraded camera. I didn't use a different microphone, but I did buy like more of a, an angled thing that I could different use. Stand, and I, yeah. yeah, and I used the duvet trick. So, I was uh-huh. like, so, very, so the quality was much higher. And then I got somebody to overlay the audio mm-hmm. onto the slides and they and, you know, fade in and fade out and everything like that. However, since creating Course You Can, that's not the way I would do it now because Canva have upgraded and you can actually record really well with a, a small icon explaining. Straight so into I'm, Canva. Yeah, I would mm, do that. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a really good move that you can just, yeah, get your slides up, press record and it records like it is in Zoom. It's good quality. Improving the onboarding scenario, we've got improving the quality of the delivery. Is there anything, are there any other red flags for you that you think people should be aware of? So I think anybody who's not, I mean, chances are you wouldn't sell or buy anything that's not as clear, like crystal clear on what it delivers. I think that people definitely get hung up when they're so close to the content, I can hear it in their marketing. It's like, oh, just buy it. It's so good. Like, you'll love it. And it's like, well, what am I going to get yeah, at the end of it? So it's like people can focus on, oh, you're going to get a Zoom call every week. And it's like, I don't, I don't care about that. What am I going to get as a result of however you're delivering it? What am I going to get at the end of it? So, mm. so mapping out that A to B journey and understanding the two archetypes of your avatar you know, intimately, you know, knowing exactly what their pain points are at point A, but also knowing what it is that as a result of your course, directly they become. So like, I know that people that start the course, you, course you can, that even the self-study model, right? It's not a downgrade from anything else that I offer. In fact, I give it to people when I work with them one-to-one because it's a smart move. I don't want to have to explain everything again. I'm like, just watch this and we'll come back again next week and we can plan and discuss. So the point A is that they're tired, they're overwhelmed. They are probably not charging enough in their one-to-one because they don't see the value as much uh, as they, you know, as, as everybody else. They are working all the time. They are working triple time to take a holiday. They are still on call when they're on their holiday and it's mm-hmm. just not a nice place. And I know this person because I was this person. And that's so common is that I have had holidays from my sun lounger and not been able to switch off at all. Yeah. And fast forward like five, seven years and I just came back from holiday and it was a completely different experience because I know that all of my clients are moving through their transformation completely independent of whether I'm on holiday or if I'm having a recharge. You know, I like to not be near people when I'm recharging. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, whether I'm ill or sick or my kids are ill and whatever I'm doing, they are independently moving through their own transformation and building their own courses. So they, at, the, at point B, I know that they're freer, they're happier, they're lighter, they've got more potential in their business. I think as well, when you know that there is a certain amount of quality to 
not only the information that you're sharing with people and the, the transformation and the results that they could get, but also in everything about the way that your course is put together, there is a different level of confidence in terms of how you market or sell it. You really truly believe that this is something valuable. Yeah. And I think if there's any sort of egginess about, oh, is this good enough? Does this really stand up in the marketplace? Is it current? Or do I feel like I'm selling something that's a little bit like selling old rope or an old pair of boots, as it were? Yeah. Then you you don't have the faith and belief in that sits behind you in your in your marketing and your outward messaging. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about why this has become important to you. Why is this your business? So before I talk about that, just to touch upon that poor quality, not selling it. I've got a live course I delivered that was £2,000 a place called the Business Breakthrough Academy. 12 weeks, delivered live. And because the live element isn't of high quality, I offer it as a free addition to the the course you can package so yeah you're you're spot on about not being able to get behind it and sell it because I'm not 100% happy with the quality of just the videos why does this matter to you so this matters because so I started my online business and sort of getting out there and building a mailing list and you know being out there as a personal brand on on social media because I saw it as the way to scale, whereas my business Dallas does wasn't scalable. Everything that happened was done because of me. It was a online business management and, and website management. So I and and my version of scaling then would have been getting a great team that I could that I had time to to train and and you know look after the business myself. And that just never happened for me. So this way was, I'm, you know, I remember becoming a coach thinking, I'm going to be the one that changes everything for the face of coaching. It doesn't have to be £20,000 for an hour's worth of coaching. It's going to be accessible. We're going to do really great payment plans. We're going to do all of this stuff. And actually, when I was doing my NLP master, the end bit. So I've gone through all of this stuff until I get to the end of the modeling excellence and everything is teachable. Yeah, that that part and how we take in and store information. That was the light bulb for me. It was like, I don't have to be the world's greatest coach, but the impact I'm going to make is by helping all these fantastic coaches create accessible options for their clients Mm -hmm. so in in between their pdf or their meditation download or, or whatever their free lead magnet is in between that and their high ticket thing we are just going to change the game here and in this mid mid strip of product and assets that you can create and do them well so that's why it's so interesting. I, what's really, there's a couple of things that interested me there. First of all, you your voice totally changed. I don't know if anyone can hear <laughs> as you're listening, how just the excitement and the connection to what you're really doing. And I think that's really compelling. But the other thing is, obviously, anyone who listens to my show regularly knows that I am a complete nut for NLP. And I had that moment of when I, I, I initially thought that I would be the one who would... I don't know, be going out and being a kind of Tony Robbins in the world, if you like. But actually what I've come to realize is that I can have way more impact if I help people get their messages out there. Uh, And those light bulb moments are actually really important because, because that's how we can package up our own personal knowledge 
that then has a wider impact. So it's just so interesting to yeah. just to, to hear that kind of parallel in your story. Yeah. Yeah, no, and 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 I have realised very like I I you know we're all on this journey of sort of constant you know development and everything. And very recently, I've there's been a couple of things that have come through that have not highlighted but reminded me that I'm very much a behind the scenes person. Okay, I I don't need the shining star and the credit given to me like you know I I'm very much a oh I can make this really great I like a thank you but I don't need the you know the big Mm -hmm. attention on me so yeah working behind the scenes on tidying up people's businesses and making them really slick and making them work better you know it's just think of all the people that you could like everyone goes into coaching or speaking or in there's some sort of role because they want to make a difference because yeah, they yeah. want to help people. But think about all of those people that are missing the deep understanding and the deep development work from, that you can give them by not being able to afford. So I always call an online course a mid-step because I say that you need the space, the time, the energy and the payment to move through You know your value proposition. Mm-hmm. And people miss that step. They they go for the freebie and then they just, they, they get them on the mailing list and then they're just selling this high ticket thing. And that's it. High ticket, high ticket, high ticket. And people are just like, well, how am I going to earn the money? Money. Yeah. Not just the money, actually. How, I don't want to work with someone one-to-one. Like I haven't got time in my diary. I don't really have the energy in my brain to unlearn things and re-implement a load of other strategy that you're going to teach me. I just kind of want to do a bit of a self-study thing. I don't want to have to come to group calls. I don't want to have to add (laughs) my diary. And that's another great trend I'm seeing at the moment. I, I love self-study because... I do. If I decide I want to do something, I want to do it straight away. So if I want to learn something, I want access immediately. The moment I've decided I'm purchasing, it's probably because I've got the time to give the attention to it. The exception to that rule would be if I wanted to join a mastermind, but I'm not going in there for knowledge. I'm going in there for connection. Yeah, yeah. And so that would be a very different environment. And yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of people now who don't want to turn up to group calls. They haven't got time on somebody else's schedule. Yeah. 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 Two years of it. And things are going on again. Like, yay for us being able to go out. Like, and it's, it's just not, you know, feasible to, to do it. I mean, it's the best thing to just be able to independently move at your own speed. Now, I don't, I'm not a fan of giving you all the access for everything immediately. I think that overwhelms people. Mm -hmm. I like a drip feed, but not, Per week, I like it on like a, so in Thinkific, if you were to use Thinkific, you can put them on a prerequisite. So you have to just do module one and then mm-hmm. module two, mm-hmm. like it comes See, unlocking. Yeah, unlocked by doing, you know, there are people that would give you access to everything, but actually then they jump to the good stuff. I, see, I don't like that. So sometimes I need to get stuck. And I think that in, in some of my courses, particularly the podcast Growth Accelerator, if you haven't done any of the actions in module one, there is no point you moving on. And I want you to get results. If you've signed up for me, it's because you really want to get the result, yeah. not just have this extra course you could watch at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah. So some really interesting things there. And I know that you have uh, you have uh, some uh, a scorecard where people can help themselves assess what's going on in their own courses um tell us a little bit about what's what you've got available and where people can find it so I do have three scorecards they are all 
great for individual situations. One, if you have written a book and you want to turn that book into an online course. One, if you're running a time for money model and you're tired and you want to take it online and be able to help more people and earn more money, but also an audit. So if you've already made that step on and taken your business online and you things are just not happening as you thought that they would, you know, we've got four areas that we we look at and audit you on relate, you know, depending on your answers, you get a dynamic personalized report. So I'd be able to give you exactly the information based mm. on how you score on each of the questions of each of the categories. And, and it really helps you figure out, are you, are you marketing? Is the problem with the marketing? Is the problem with the delivery? Is the problem with the onboarding? Or is the problem just not, you know, offboarding? Are they just sort of like, not finishing the course are they just mm. not just you know, left to their own devices and that's yeah. it yeah so you know my biggest passion is about user experience it really is you know always has been and I read a book when I was learning web design called don't make me think and it's just stuck with me forevermore so that's how I if ever I, th- I think of two things is that is this glaringly obvious and also if I'm going to have to do it once I assume I'm going to have to do it a thousand times so therefore it gets documented and it gets recorded in a way that other people, I don't like repeating myself. I don't like saying the same thing twice over. <laughs> so fabulous. Where can people get hold of this? Do you know the link or should we just make all sure? All of my website. It? Yeah, yeah. All of my website. Um, Which is? Courseyoucan.co.uk. Courseyoucan.co.uk. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Rochelle. It's lovely to have you here. And you won't wake up a millionaire. That's not what we're saying, but it's more than possible to become one if you get the elements in your business right. And if you have a course at the moment that you know when you created it, you had heart and soul and passion, but maybe it was lacking a little bit in the delivery, then you you don't have to create everything from scratch again. There's There are many things that are salvageable quite quickly. So go and check out um, Rochelle's scorecard and I hope you've enjoyed this episode I hope it's got you thinking and listen in to the next delivery next Monday take care thank you for listening to entrepreneurs get visible to get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible